so during when i came to my first year i got a hard drive from a friend which had like hundreds of hindi movies all of them which, which friend was, was this i think it was sanjeev <laughs> credit where it's due credit where it's due you talking to me they always be be something is dead So this is the podcast we're going to be talking about Anurag Kashyap gearing up for the release of Choked on Netflix release on June 5th I guess. We want to be sponsored by Netflix so this is like an open invitation. His movies have uh, influenced us in uh, in many ways and we're going to be talking about experiences with his films and uh, the inspiration that he has given us. So what were our first experiences with with Anurag Kashyap and how we came uh, we came across his movies? uh sanjeev that you uh, ever uh, heard of anurag kashyap acha my first experience was i hadn't heard of anurag kashyap like i knew this guy existed but i didn't know who he was or uh, anything about his films i knew about this uh, film called no smoking around 2007 but i hadn't seen it but the first film that i watched was gangster was put 2 I hadn't watched the first part, and the first part I had watched only in uh, spurts on a pirated DVD, and uh, I I watched it on fifteenth of August, twenty uh, twelve, and that was the day. Uh, it was Eid, and eighth um, tiger at least. So I bunked my coaching classes, and I went for Gangs of Wasipotu, and uh, I loved that film. Like I was. like i enjoyed that film so much that it was like a very memorable experience and like i became a fan at that moment itself like i knew i like his i like his films whenever i'll watch then i watched gangs of wasipur and then subsequently i watched uh, this film called uh, which had premiered on star plus it was a tv film called last train to mahakali so i had, mm-hmm. i had seen it and i found a youtube video so i watched that and then i watched almost all his films on uh, first day first show since 2012 2014 i think uh, his next film came out which was ugly so since then like mm-hmm. i flunked my one of my exams to watch uh, bombay velvet like i don't regret any of that because i know his films are like a one of a kind experience so it's been a very good journey so far what about you so i uh, my first experience was watching the avd on tv so it was very censored and um, mm. i didn't even know who the director was but all i heard was that uh, this movie was very um, it was like a darker take on the original devdas and i'd seen the original devdas as well as the uh, sanjeelia bansali version but both of them mm-hmm. were very melodramatic and kind of boring but when i saw uh, i mm-hmm. was instantly uh, i was instantly intrigued it was very interesting the way he had shown everything i didn't know anything about mm-hmm. filmmaking back then i didn't know about the craft or anything i was just just for the fun of the movie i really enjoyed it i loved that mm-hmm. style of comedy so and i couldn't find any other director mm-hmm. and i thought that after a point i saw other director t- directors tend to like uh, copy that kind of style mm-hmm. so that's <laughs> why i like those kind of i mean that kind of uh, look and like a uh, style of the movie eventually i saw uh, eventually i saw udan and then saw that he had written it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he is yeah. like uh, eventually started the uh, production company with the director of Udan and uh, Vikas. Vikas Bear. So uh, after that, I just saw uh, like his his next big film was uh, Gangs of Wasipur uh, Part One, which I saw I think two years after it came out, and I saw yeah. first uh, like the Part One and mm-hmm. Part Two, and I found it somewhere on torrents and. Uh, 
instantly loved it. I thought that this was like, I don't know why people aren't talking more about this. Then I found that a lot of people are talking about this. And it's like a very, uh, uh, it's like, you know, part of the uh, college student pedigree. <laughs> so I, I, that's what I continued watching his movies. I saw the next one I watched was That Girl in Yellow Boots. And uh, then I saw his old ones. Then I saw Lionse. I saw, uh, I mean, in like, subsequently i saw um, i saw panch black friday and gulal in a row and okay. uh, loved gulal like for, i'd i'd heard a lot of a uh, lot about black friday because it was all over the news like it was the, it was the news if if you remember i don't i like not a lot of like uh, we were pretty young back then but it was all over the on like yeah. MTV and uh, it was supposed to be a a TV show kind of uh, thing for uh, some news channel okay. which which he later translated to a oh. film so that's what I but yeah so I, I really enjoyed his style of humor mostly actually so that's what draw, uh, drew me more to uh, his movies hmm. so uh, we have Teja with us and uh, he is uh, he's like been working with us for a very very long time and uh, yeah big fan of his so we wanted to know how how uh, how you felt about uh, felt about Anurag what was your first experience with him i thought we were all fans of uh, kashyap not we're fans of teja so my first experience i was i never heard about anurag kashyap to be fact like till i joined college till 2014 i hardly watched hindi movies hmm. ones which were yeah. very famous and on theaters only mm. but then anurag kashyap is famous for the other side his movies never went to theaters only so during when i came to my first year i got a hard drive from a friend which had like hundreds of hindi movies all of them which, which friend was, was this i think it was sanjeev credit <laughs> where it's due credit where it's due so it was it was sanjeev so Because of Sanjeev, I could watch like lot of movies. Uh, for example, Bagban, such old movies too. To, to, so there was this folder. He had Anurag Kashyap folder. So when when I opened Anurag Kashyap folder, first movie which I saw was Devdi. Mm. So Devdi was mm. uh, so good visually. It even though it is an what do you say it, it has been influenced by devdas but for the modern era also it has been made so mm-hmm. well realistic realistic the visuals are mm-hmm. good so this made me like just chase behind kashyap what other movies has he made mm-hmm. so that when under devdi there was gangs of vasepur also so i immediately watched gangs of vasepur after gangs of vasepur then black friday black friday i've heard about black friday but i've never watched it so i got to watch that also mm-hmm. but today finally i watched black friday again because i thought i forgot it <clears throat> yeah and just continue to go on he ended up making ugly so my first anurag kashyap movie in theater was ugly oh. that's his purest film yeah. i feel i feel mm. Yeah, so uh, the thing I liked, uh, which Hemant has spoke, is his comedy. He's he does dark comedy 
so easy it is so easy for him to portray dark comedy it's like yeah, it's organically yeah, it is an extension himself, of his uh, what he what he likes what he does in life i feel he so hmm. he is one of the only directors in bollywood i think has made dark comedy more public to general audience Mm-hmm. like uh, mm-hmm. uh gangs of hasepur only if you see the way a person shoots the other one it it showed mm-hmm. showed in such a comical way it is dangerous but we still laugh at it mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's hilarious. like it's so real yeah. that, that you enjoy it sort of what yeah. no no i was just saying uh, so teja watched black friday did like what like, did your perspective change yeah, dude, when you watched uh, it definitely, now definitely like uh, bla- I hardly remembered Black Friday when I was oh, like shit. five years back. Today it gave me a mm. like it felt that all these new all the actors who were there in the movie were all new that time. Like Nawaz Ibn Siddiqui and all of these were just starting mm. up, and uh, yeah. now I realized where from then only Kashyap was Kashyap. Maybe recently has the uh, Lost his temper. He became more mature in how he's showing things. <clears throat> he wants to show things realistically, but in a matured way, mm-hmm. started showing these days. Mm-hmm. I think so. I could see the raw Kashyap back then. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gandhi, like, what's your favorite of uh, all Kashyap films? Yeah, I think it would easily be Gulal. I haven't yeah, watched Gulal, so I'm not really sure. I think like from the movies that you watched, uh, Teja, like which ones would you like like the most? Baby stayed with me. That stayed with you. Agni, Agni mm-hmm. also stayed with me. Hmm. Okay. I think Agni, yeah. Agni is his purest film. Like it's got everything that he's actually owned. Like, like his films, like all his films which have had his style, like sort of. Like it just added up and became like this bonus film, ugly, which came just in between. Uh, <laughs> that, no, that's what I felt. So, so it's got everything. Like you see, it's got chase, it's got uh, it's got foot chase. It's it's a thriller. It's got a twist ending. It's got characters who are like totally miserable. It's got an investigation going on. It has a, a torture scene. Um, so yeah. it, it's like I think uh, his films before Dave D were. Uh, very plot driven, like, like not just plot driven, but there was some plot going on which guided those characters somewhat. And Dave D was that mm. full character blown, like exploding character driven film, which was like just character building the film. But Ugly was this one film where I, where I was like, yeah, uh, like there was this one thing where it was still leading up to. He knew what the ending was beforehand, but then he directed the like he directed the audiences so well. like you were wondering okay maybe you had that ending in your mind at the back of your head but he just took you around around those characters he's like okay just see this character okay now what do you feel about this character what do you feel about shomek what do you feel about his wife what do you feel about rahul what do you feel about his friend chetanya anyone could have been uh, a part of that kidnapping and someone could have done it mm-hmm. so i think uh, ugly uh, is his purest uh, film like and i think that's the only film that he's just written and directed like though he's the sole writer of that film before that and mm-hmm. after that i think he's written some some people but i think uh, ugly uh, is his like the 
yeah, complete like Aghi has package left kind of such mark on me if mm. you just have watched uh, what mm. just couple of movies of kashyap before uh, but you know how his style is if you just watch couple of scenes of ugly you you will definitely know that it is kashyap and no one else no one can ever pull that off <laughs> yeah like I, it's it's even got that black comedy thing going on like you know that improvised scene with uh, that cop where they uh, with chetanya and rahul go inside that police station and give uh, details to that cop he's just asking like randomly he's just talking uh, how did that photo yeah. pop up in that phone and all of that yeah yeah so like and even that there's this one just just like a 5 or 10 second moment where they are sitting in a restaurant there's this guy just dancing with a board which says happy birthday yeah. it's just so random yeah thing. yeah you you laugh at it and it will pop out of nowhere that's the thing and i think uh, after i watched that film like i i like i felt so cynical yeah, so negative after that ending like oh, yeah. days to process that ending basically so like it was so as effective as honest or, or whenever someone is trying to show you these are the facts or the truth mm-hmm. it happened generally like i feel he's one of the most knowledgeable filmmakers around who can tell a great story without having any money involved at all in the production like ugly example ugly only yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. his budget uh, so the budget for yeah, yeah. ugly is actually 4.5 crores yeah, yeah, which yeah. is in terms <laughs> of a but it still didn't even make money back yeah it made it made its money back like total gross of like 6.24 crores but uh, like 4.5 crores to make a movie which of that scale and that length also mm-hmm. it's a pretty long it and was something something right yeah and uh, he made it, it's basically not a lot of money and he had uh, he had he had been working with uh, very uh, renowned uh, oh, uh, yeah, cinematographer yeah. uh, nikos yeah. and and andrzakis yeah yeah and uh, so there's a lot of like good it's not that there's not superstars involved so i guess that's where it came out to be so cheap mm-hmm. and but and a lot of the scenes were very were improvised and i think most of the uh, most of this money went into trying to uh, get it marketed for uh, international film festivals like it was right, shown in yeah 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 which is a pretty big deal and, for and, you know, uh, for indian cinema because of mm-hmm. out of his uh, he says kashyap says that he has made the movie out of his personal guilt of not spending enough time with his daughter and like he had such fear of losing her daughter in between yeah yeah like uh, kashyap has always felt that he never spent enough time with his family overall but then he spent uh, he felt the most with her mm-hmm. his daughter so that's when he made ugly is what mm. he says like i feel uh, ugly raman raghav and uh, that girl in yellow boots is like his uh, uh, modern like post modern bombay film like it's like a trilogy of 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 sorts okay like all yeah, yeah. have that cynical bombay energy in them <laughs> yeah yeah if you see all three films they end on that cynical note 
like not purposefully but it's an extension of how he perceived that that's because it's those... written and directed both by yeah. him so there's hardly No, okay. no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. I'm talking with respect to the setting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all three yeah, films yeah. are set in Bombay only, no? Yeah, I mean, he's also a very Bombay kind of guy. Like, he, yeah, yeah. He like, is like, he's Bombay walked more streets. So, he knows places that we yeah. wouldn't see in a normal film. In normal Bombay. He worked for, uh, he worked for Sean Benegal when, uh, uh, when he came to... Uh, no, he, he worked for Ram Gopal Verma, no? That is how... Uh, he worked, uh, but uh, there was an interview with uh, Shah Menachal and uh, Anwar Kashyap. Mm-hmm. And this guy had uh, applied to work at um, Shah Menachal's office. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like a, uh, his whole connection to the other uh, director started from there. Where uh, he he then got connected to Ram Gopal Verma. He got connected to Siram Raghavan. And uh, all of these guys were educating, basically they were all educating him in movies. That's his whole experience of watching movies started with hanging out with these guys and finding out what kind of international cinema is there, what kind of cinema is there, which is parallel to the Hindi cinema. Mm-hmm. And um, he he was educating himself in that in that whole era. And during that time, we got very good, uh, like, he, he was working as a screenwriter. So, that's when we, we saw movies like Satya, Shul, Khan, Chang. Wow. Yeah, and he actually worked on Nayak also, uh, which... As, as a dialogue uh, writer, I think. I, I'm not sure. So... Yes, 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 he did. Oh, no. Hmm. And, um, He's a, he's also worked on a bunch of uh, uh, I mean he's worked on a bunch of other with other directors who are like very renowned directors actually like Deepa Mehta and Mani Ratnam. Mani Ratnam, he worked with uh, Mani Ratnam on the dialogue Yuva. for Yuva, Yuva. the Hindi version of Yuva. Yeah. And um, Yuva was like, Yuva. so he's he's been like involved in all of these movies for Yuva. a long time. Like he's been in the scene and he uh, he it took him a long time to, uh, thirty years. Yeah. Mm. But but tell me like one character that has stayed with you all throughout and like you're like this character was so good like if you would have placed him in any other film it would have been great or whatever. That kind uh, of. Abhimanyu Singh character in, uh, in Gulal. Uh, Ransa I think. Right? Ransa. Ransa. Yeah. Ranjay Singh. Ranjay Singh. Hmm. Yeah, I think that energy of uh, someone who's like um, someone defying authority, and that has always been there in all of his films. I think someone who's like a like a someone who doesn't fit in, like basically, like mm-hmm. or some people like he said that about his like his liking of movies in general. Like he gets drawn to movies where there are misfits involved. Uh, and I think his writing speaks to other people also because uh, there's a lot of people like if you let's like talk about the elephant in the room Gangs of Asepur is his probably yeah. his uh, most liked film I think yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's more accessible yeah. people expect him to make such movies throughout his life which is actually wrong yeah, <laughs> yeah unfair yeah so he he in that uh, that movie is full of these characters. The movie is full of in the beginning, uh, uh, Sardar Sultan and uh, Faisal. All of these guys have one thing in common as that either they're defying authority, 
they're uh, breaking some kind of norm mm-hmm. or they're just not a hero you won't expect like uh, Faisal mm-hmm. and it, the same goes with most of his movies that girl in yellow boots or uh, even no smoking no smoking is actually okay side track no smoking is actually a uh, um Stephen King adaptation short story yeah uh, called Twitter sink and uh, and it is actually the the rights to that is 1 dollar mm-hmm. yeah i think so that, that, that's what i was going to say as well like uh, like obviously uh, no smoking doesn't get its due as much as most other of his films but it's got mm-hmm. everything uh, an anurag kashyap character has he's he's self obsessed he's narcissistic and uh, mm-hmm. that that character k i think that that is like one of his most underrated characters like mm-hmm. who's who's not spoken about in mainstream uh, when when you're talking about an anurag kashyap character you you know who who's going to define his character it's going to be either uh, what um uh, fazel or whatever any uh, wasipur character but this is that one character which i think w- was that one solid solid character that could have worked no smoking is mm-hmm. that uh, what uh, tejo was also saying is that twisted black comedy uh, mm. like it, it has that lynchian vibes as well yeah 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 so it has that, it, uh, it has that uh, uh, that has a vibe going for it even in the editing yeah like yeah. Uh, some How random cut that he does from serbia to mumbai and then i don't know i haven't rewatched it but yeah that this is another character in uh, which i find really amusing in uh, no smoking uh, paresh rawal plays na that uh, guru ghantal baba bangali sialda wale <laughs> yeah 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 so he's, he's the antagonist but uh, yeah yeah like he, like it was a very well written character like you don't realize it at that moment while you're watching it but later on like mm-hmm. that it grows on you that's what i'm trying to say yeah for sure mm. and uh, he has a very good working relationship with a lot of his actors and uh, a lot of actors that go come and go in every one of his like, movies yes he, he has literally um, made uh, nawazuddin siddiqui and richa chadda and a uh, couple of other actors like come into limelight because of his movies Yeah, yeah like you see yeah. last 5 uh, 6 years last decade only you see all the actors who have like come up have been in his film like pankaj tripathi yeah. all these people have been in his vicky kaushal everyone started from uh, wasipur only yeah a lot of people and uh, manoj vajpay was actually he was already uh, an indie darling and he yeah, yeah. he had been in uh, vishal bharatwaj movies ram gopal varma movies hmm. and and the, and they used and he used him perfectly to uh, to get across the like he wanted someone who's li- he was likable and someone who can pull off someone who's just scary hmm and uh, like manoj vajpay is like i i think it's his best performance till date of any movie of his was uh, gangs of super part <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I still think that Bantos over Part One is better yeah, than yeah. Part Two, even though people all like Part Two better than Part One. <laughs> like you view it as one film yeah, only, no matter. Exactly. <clears throat> people don't see it as two parts yeah. actually. Hmm. 
uh it was a good movie i won't say his best obviously it wasn't his best but mm-hmm. but like what did you feel at the end of the film like did you like it what did you feel was missing from this film that you liked in another film because it was a far from perfect film but like what was that one thing that you that you felt but uh, mm-hmm. compared to other movies like black friday ugly it was definitely not up to the mark i i would say it, it went unnoticed hmm 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 what about you there were a lot of negative reviews for that movie during the time like i didn't watch the movie when it came out mm-hmm. uh, i watched it much later and mm-hmm. uh, at that time it was very uh, it was banned just completely banned and uh, the biggest like uh, take back i mean uh, take away for anyone watching that movie uh, was that karan johar knew how to act that is it <laughs> karan johar has a good role in that movie mm-hmm. and uh, i didn't I, at at first i didn't feel ki okay like i feel that it had it needed that much attention but then eventually I, once i watched it i felt like okay this is made with a lot of love i i understand this because there's a lot of um, thought given to production design and a lot of thought given to uh, how the camera is telling the story because mm-hmm. at that point i learned how to like read movies in a way in like a, we're using the cinematic language like um, mm-hmm. like original movies i mean is not originally like older movies if you like run through them you will see like a progression in his uh, maturity as a as a filmmaker Uh-huh. like a, a director mostly his act how he directs actors hasn't changed that much over the course of his career yeah. uh, he has tried to stick with the uh, very theater theatrical dramatic style of uh, of directing actors but how he shows things with the camera has changed a lot uh-huh. he has panch uh, has a very like tv movie kind of and uh, black friday has a very documentary uh, yeah, kind yeah. of look to it no smoking avant garde no uh, short It's film documentary look only actually mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh, also because like though there were budgetary concerns so they had to use long lenses in actual yeah, public yeah. but he used that same style in a lot of other uh, movies like also that like his general style only you know that's like his grammar like you can yeah that that's a shot like he'll use long lenses and like shoot from very far away yeah you but know? i think he was doing the same style but in a set for bombay velvet he was yeah. doing all of I, I think, sets so you, i think he was trying to he yeah, was yeah. trying to pull off a godfather <laughs> some bombay velvet kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like you're right the once upon a time movies they show about america or any other place no yeah yeah, yeah. like that. like once upon a time in yeah, america yeah exactly 
I I watched it on first day itself. Uh, first show. I left my exam halfway through because I wanted to watch this film. And uh, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was okay, like like it was not a purposeful thought that came into my mind, but uh, those plot points didn't just set in properly. Like it felt like a mess. That's what I thought. and uh, by the end of it i had mixed feelings because i didn't love Thank it you. and uh, i wanted to love it <laughs> but uh, like i was making like i was trying to fool myself that i loved that film which i didn't but over <laughs> over like 2 months or something it grew on me that's what happened and uh, i i loved those like how he transitioned that character into from a total nobody to somebody that kind of thing which is taken inspiration mm. from that uh, 30s 40s uh, american crime cinema yeah 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 so it, it felt like a, a lot like scarface uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so mm. but overall people did so, not like the movie after the first day like, like no i i didn't no. i didn't like it i i was i was just confused how i felt about that film for a very long time i i rewatched it a few a few years later I loved that music. I liked that film even more. But what I didn't like was the last thirty minutes of the film, the last thirty forty minutes of the film. That's where I thought the film went totally haywire. Like it didn't know where to go. Like it's it was like it had like six different uh, roads to go, and it was like just confused which road it should take to end that so, film. So that that is, that mm, is essentially yeah, yeah. like that is essentially the new Kashyap which we will never see. So. the old kashyap was like that the new one is not taking things too deep like like you said right now there were six roads six ends to the story and making it yeah that's what i was thinking like because it has a lot of subplots yeah, and all everything yeah, yeah. like and it doesn't give justice properly yeah it doesn't go too deep right now hmm no but but with that film i think there was a lot because uh, it original cut was around what 4 hours or something right which that watered down to 2 and a half hours 2 uh, hours 35 minutes or something okay. and uh, now what you see it on hotstar and uh, all those online sites it will be it, it is 2 hours 25 minutes so they've cut down even 10 min- 10 more minutes uh fun fact uh, telma school maker edited uh, yeah 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 Martin. that's what actually came out of the uh, conversation he had with uh, scorsese he told him that uh, he had this big epic that he had already made but he needed someone with a very critical eye to uh, edit it hmm. so naturally scorsese uh, suggested telma schoonmaker yeah, yeah no but, but and uh, that's what yeah, I, yeah. that's what i was trying to say like it it had so many subplots and everything it could have made a very good uh, limited series or something like mob city uh, that frank oh, yeah. show like it's it has the same vibes it's got that noirish feel it's got jazz it's got uh, a protagonist it's got a murder mystery it's got everything so so yeah so for someone listening mob city is this uh, tv series uh, this mini series by uh, frank darabont the hmm. who directed uh, shawshank redemption and the mist and the walking dead uh, season 1 uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's very uh, like uh, sanjeev said it's very much like a it's supposed to be this crime epic but it's spaced out so that you can mm. learn about each other over the course of many years yeah 
so like so so what's your opinion on on his newer films like post bombay velvet and uh, i think like his if if he 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 had to have like a crescendo in his uh, in his directing career uh, it would have been it should have all led up to bombay velvet but i think bombay velvet came li- a, a little bit too soon for him mm-hmm. uh, so th- that's why he wanted to go back to something that he was already good at but just refine that even more so raman raga is that like crime drama like pure crime so- drama thing mm-hmm. is here uh, first kashyap was interested in the story of raman raghav in 1991 actually mm-hmm. when shriram raghavan was making a what was making yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. title raman raghav who is a killer like kashyap was so drawn to the idea that this guy has uh, no feelings no moral compass compass sorry. yeah 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 of, mm-hmm. like he kills because he wants to yeah. kill Hmm. there is no planning also to kill he wants to kill he is dead like raman raga was his uh, proper uh, like reboot of sorts like he went like total uh, zero and like began from scratch that's what it felt and it felt like uh, like a detox for him like from every- yeah, kind of like he went from what 100 crore film to what 3 crore film Like it was, it had mm. got less money for Raman Raghav than Ugly also. So, <clears throat> like this was this one film, like Raman Raghav, which is I feel his most philosophical film. Yeah. Like he's trying to say so many things, and there are so many things to say about that film. But um, like he's just talking about like what if. Uh, people on the other side of like raman and raghav are two opposite people on different sides of law and but both of them mm-hmm. are actually the same uh, people like what if uh, yeah that hmm. yeah yeah so it was like it's... and i think uh, i've read the script and i think he's just elevated that film onto a different level in this direction like raman raghav mm. pure directed film like each mm. everything is so well directed like it's that well rounded direction I, kind of thing like yeah. and that script has like those chapter kind of structure that is only for thing i think just setting the film in a frame or something but the film yeah. goes into places like where it has to end everything i i feel okay. uh, the way sanjit is feeling it was too good because uh, it was shot in a real way in a very real way. like uh, during mm. the shoot apparently the uh, siddiqui felt sick he got dengue because they were shooting in some unhygienic conditions and he was yeah, yeah. for a week or something where subconsciously semi consciously siddiqui was uh, talking only the dialogues of the film mm. because, because oh, there okay. was a 10 minute monologue in the movie where uh, for the 10 minutes kashyap made siddiqui to talk for 300 minutes almost because 
from same position he had to shoot different angles so for continuity not to uh, lose the continuity he shot for so yeah. long and uh, yeah and eventually after that siddiqui fell sick Wow. I think we we got a lot of good like uh, people who came into the limelight because of this movie. Like uh, before this, uh, there was Mashan where uh, Anurag Kashyap had uh, had produced that movie and he found Vicky Kaushal yeah. and eventually Vicky Kaushal. Imagine Vivek. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, her too. And that was actually her her yeah. debut in this. This film was her. And. Uh, Vicky Kaushal was not even like a he wasn't seen as the you know like the very rugged kind of actor or anything like he was the ad for him in uh, in Gangs of Basipur and uh, he had a very innocent role in Mashan and then like this movie like really opened him up to becoming like a clearly you could see that this guy is going to be a superstar one day and. Uh, <laughs> and this movie had a very good way of showing all of these actors skills without affecting the story in any way there was there were no uh, like in this kind of movie where you it's almost like you know like a dark night where like one performance is kind of very dominating throughout the movie you everything else pales to comparison to because of that one performance but in this movie it was very easy to go in that territory but even then the, he held on his own like uh, everyone was given equal a uh, meter for uh, for their performances that's why it was a very well like it was a very well rounded uh, direction for the whole movie it wasn't every single part was working perfectly like the editing was working perfectly the cinematography was working perfectly he was like really like uh, working on all cylinders yeah, he was done by joza he this guy has done joza yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, gully boy also gully boy and black yeah. and uh, so uh, so we all loved uh, raman raghav i guess but now like we come like uh, the uh, the post the post a bombay velvet portion of his career is like when it is like it started from roman raga but now it has gone into like this the one year of more, yeah more mainstream kind of movies where uh, movies and tv show i guess like because sacred he games, was yeah, working sorry. sacred games uh, lost stories mukka bas and manmarzi are all ghost parallel, stories also, all four in the same ghost stories ghost yeah. stories was in no no he was working okay. Oh yes, Ghost Stories was yeah, 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 okay, okay. He was working. Ghost Stories was in, released in twenty twenty. He was working on it twenty nineteen. But he was working on Manmarzia, Mukabas, Sacred Games. Yeah, Lost Stories. Yeah, he was working all four of these things in the same year. Hmm. I think he was working at parallel. Like he's gone full Spielberg with his with his with his. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Teja, what do you think about uh, you? watched uh, mukabas in the theater right i don't think so dude no no he didn't only you and me went <laughs> oh okay 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 so yeah only only sanjeet and i had gone for mukabas which uh, we both I, i i totally love that movie yeah even i liked it yeah jimmy shergill the the 
Yeah, GV Shergill is like the wild card that has not been played yet by Indian cinema. <laughs> but but uh, like what I feel with this newer film, like more I'm talking about feature length films, uh, mm. like Mukkabaz and Man Mazia, like they're more straightforward. Like he's basically trying to adapt his style into the more into more commercial style actually. Yes, true, true. Like I don't feel he's selling out as of now, but. like both his films have been like more have been less cynical i think that's probably because in the phase of life that he's in and yeah. it felt more warmer rather mm, than yeah. like mukkabaz and manmarzi have been both love stories actually in essence they are like even mukkabaz is actually a sports film which has socio political yeah. ideas around it but but it's it's actually a love story between uh, yeah. zoya and shravan So mm-hmm. I felt these are more audience more straight straight films and lesser plots. Audience huh? friendly movies and plots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More audience yeah. friendly movies. Yeah. So like that's there were there were not a lot of subplots going around. There were just there were a few characters only, and there were only few side characters working around. Like yeah. uh, Man Marzia is that hardcore uh, like commercial Bollywood. uh format like a love triangle like, yeah like he's impl- now in that format he's literally broken down those characters into bare bones and yeah. he he loved like just playing char- with characters like like just characters doing one thing to one each other and um, just worked around that that thing so this yeah. one thing that has changed like and he is going into that full hardcore uh, improvisational zone like uh, yeah. that's what i've heard like most of his uh, shooting sh- things are like like he's just throwing away the script yeah. and he's just shooting on set yeah like he's just direct trying to direct them trying to create more chaos so that it feels chaotic yeah he has always said that he he uh, thrives in in, chaos. in chaos yeah 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 and uh, i i think like uh, the, these two movies are very good example of like how he can use his style like you said like he, how he uses his style for a more audience friendly experience right mm-hmm. i think he wants to tell it's very much like uh, remember when uh, steven soderberg like took a break from filmmaking mm-hmm. and then big local lucky yeah 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 and uh, it was it seemed such a plain movie but it it has everything is perfect like he's yeah, already yeah. figured to direct actors he's already figured out how to edit things together mm-hmm. like there's and he really uses those people around him because he himself will try to forget all that try to only focus on the actors and the situation yeah. that's where the you know like the magic happens for him like he i think he, he, his I'm, most of his it feels like very natural like uh, <laughs> i think uh, Kashyap believes more in first-time filmmakers who are yet to become filmmakers, or he makes such people only work under him or with him. They work together because I think he believes truly that the it the outcome of such people is very honest and under unadulterated. Because once something happens, once mm-hmm. we make something, we get enough feedback for our thoughts to get influence for our next movie, next film. so yeah. like audience also will have a lot of demands so all of that the first time as won't keep it in mind so i think in, including music 
music exactly. composers, mm-hmm. actors, filmmakers, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's no sort of expectations, and he doesn't have to change it or anything. I think Sacred Games season one was directed impeccably. Like that was like impeccable yeah. direction. Like even uh, the parts he's like improvised. And uh, Sacred Games, uh, even though it's uh, that Nawazuddin is his that section that he's directed is his territory, but it felt he's just changed his uh, like filming grammar a little bit for that thing, like for a few. Yeah, it was actually a lot of. Uh, I read about his uh, production and everything, and uh, there wasn't. It was like mostly character based. Yeah. He it was really heavily scripted. He. Uh, this one he planned everything a lot like he planned yeah, a yeah, lot of... like that yeah and i think are i like if please am i uh, am i the only one who felt like the whole cuckoo sequence was very heavily inspired by bombay velvet it was like a lost love like yeah, he is remembering trying to uh, fulfill his like wishes what he what he could have done there or something yeah yeah i think he... because the shots i can i can swear that there are some shots in bombay alert that are exact copied uh, mm-hmm. into the kukus i i think yeah. uh, because of netflix giving him a platform to do this he's like initially how his movies used to have all these galis and uh, truths unbearable truths i think he's doing that via ott platforms right now hmm so he can work as a as a director he can work as uh, uh in on netflix and he can work as a filmmaker on uh, in the uh, on feature films on theater releases yeah yeah okay okay so okay so uh, uh, so yeah like okay, teja okay. said that uh, he's going to be making more of his um, you know gali filled and like more of his honest that sort like some hard truth movies that that he wants he can make them on the ott platform and what a freedom to make these kind of movies without having to deal with you know the menusha of uh, of promoting the movie and if there are being uh, there are social mm-hmm. issues that are being talked about then there'll be a lot of backlash from uh, from either theater owners or the audience themselves so i think uh, things like i guess uh, right now even in manmarsia he uh, he was talking about live i mean Uh, he was talking about extra marital affair and he was talking about um, yeah about just the choice that uh, women have and it seemed very uh, like it seemed very like to us it might seem that of course she has a choice but to a very wide audience i don't think the, a lot of people will be accepting a character which has so much freedom to herself or at least is demanding freedom I actually felt that Manmarsia is probably my second, my second mm-hmm. best um, Anra Kashyap film, because uh, just because of uh, of like the the whole dynamic between uh, Tapsi Pannu, Abhishek Bachchan, and uh, Vicky Kaushal. To oh. date, I think Abhishek Bachchan's best performance was uh, Yuva, but I think Manmarsia comes to a close second. Guru, what about Guru? Huh? I think Yuva is much better than Guru. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, what did you think about uh, Manmarsia? I actually liked Manmarsia a lot, like more than 
what I expected because um, like so when I watched the trailer I knew this was not going to be his usual self but in the end the film was engaging like I liked how he played with those characters like how I told before so like there's this manic energy when in the first half when it's about Vicky Kaushal and Tapsi Pandu's characters um, also I don't remember those characters names which is not good uh-huh. but anyway <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so, so Abhishek's uh, so it's Vicky and then there is I guess Rumi yeah Rumi and Robbie Robbie yeah, yeah okay now I remember but anyway there's this manic energy when it's Vicky Kaushal and uh, Tapsi Pundu which is like Vicky Kaushal is uh, like this kind of person who is unprepared who doesn't know where his life is leading up to um, he doesn't know what he's going to do but um, you know it, it you could feel that thing while watching it yeah but um, then and and in the second half it when it becomes about robbie and rumi the film calms down a little bit like yeah like a lot of people had this complaint that the film was really slow but i didn't feel like that because i was enjoying no. but no, yeah. <clears throat> it's like you can enjoy either of these characters you could relate to yeah. either one of them like because they're both extremes sort of yeah like uh, robbie is this more calmer like sea ocean like kind of uh, thing and big um, ocean is, is is like fire like he's more uh, dynamic more you know fiery yeah but yeah. also very very uh, toxic like very toxic yeah so so that's what i what i liked about that film like there was not a lot in that film to talk about and like that film becomes this this whole chaos at one point where it mm-hmm. it becomes difficult to define who actually is robby in, in like in, in real and who are robby and wiki uh, the same person in in essence uh, as men so those were the things that i really liked and then it calms down only in the end when when they're during that climax when they're just walking and talking that is when okay. it actually calms down in that yeah. energy yeah yeah i think there was a lot of like uh, like a illogical uh, you know back and forth in that whole movie like i felt like there was a lot of retreaded uh, ground where uh, no. she went back to like the same cycle of like oh no i like, have to be with her it's not believable that's what you're trying to say yeah it was, wasn't very believable but i think that i think those are the kind of relationships that he's into like he's into these kind of very um, hyper hyper yeah exactly very hyperactive relationships where it's either too intense or it's nothing yeah uh, and i think that's what i guess he was re- he was trying to uh, retread on his own path like where he was trying to re uh, view his his own relationships that he has had in, in movies hmm hmm i think this was this might have been about his um uh, like about uh, his, his like his love for love you know like his romance his romance in movies is either uh, i don't think i've seen romances in in his movies since dave d yeah yeah like bombay velvet maybe yeah bombay velvet but but uh, like mukka was also a, a romantic film but there were like a lot of other things that were going on like but yeah, yeah. Hmm. and uh, i think uh, like manmarzia was like the 
epitome for his romance i guess it was like a comment on his view of romance and how he has portrayed romance in his movies mm-hmm. and um, yeah like it, i i felt like all of us also like his own life has been pretty terrible in romance wise cuz he was uh, his also we should like um, like give a big thanks to uh, arti bajaj who is like a his editor the, yeah his his editor <clears throat> so uh, so yeah so uh, arti bajaj has edited all of his most of his movies i think i'm not sure if all of his movies but uh, he was married to her from like 1997 and then oh. they got divorced and then he remarried uh, to kalki kekla and then mm. again or two and there was this very um, like this really incredible interview between uh, kalki kekla and andra kashyap andra kashyap yeah yeah it felt like a one act play okay like in real uh-huh. life like where they, literally when you watch the video right like it felt like they're both like un, like there is some underneath like some uh, you know turbulence going on like between both of them and they're just like they're good friends and everything and they know they're talking about their relationship and their like divorce mm-hmm. and everything they're talking about how they have changed as people after their divorce and how they are happier and like it, it has this amazing uh, feel about like people who have lost their like who have um, been in love but then moved on mm-hmm. and that that was a really and it's in real life it's not even like i'm talking about some story like um uh, so i think that has affected his him becoming more warm and you know um like sanjeev has said like uh, it had his his feel has now become more into a romantic phase mm-hmm. like so so let's let's end this uh, with your thoughts on um, his upcoming film choked paisa bolta hai <laughs> paisa bolta i i don't like that i really I don't, don't like that <laughs> 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 i think uh, netflix might have told them told him can you not keep it choked it sounds like some very weird shit <laughs> yeah probably some soft porn some yeah. sex <laughs> <laughs> see i would i like to i would like to end this conversation I can imagine the conversations also with Andakash because of the character he shows mm-hmm. in all the movies he has done till now. It's himself, his experiences, his life influences, all of that. So I'm not sure if I can relate mm-hmm. like that with any yeah. other director. Actually, like I, I know this guy. I know this guy well. It's I don't think any other director gives us like mm-hmm. that. Infinite. Okay. Like your thoughts in, an, in yeah, under 30 seconds only. No, you give your thoughts in under 30 seconds. Okay, so <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, so uh, Anurag Kashyap is like probably my f- my favorite Indian director, and uh, he has influenced me in so many ways, and uh, he has pro- made me like filmmaking uh, mm-hmm. because I think that he has uh, to, like. even though it might uh, it might be impossible for anyone else to do what he does mm-hmm. it is if i want to do what he does but he he makes it look easy which mm-hmm. is which is people say people say he is overrated yeah, yeah. he is not overrated he is who he is 
अगली and i watched that and then i went and watched the film but then i liked the film even over like i thought i had seen too much but i hadn't so i i feel the same way with this like with this trailer i i didn't, I didn't like it i found it very mediocre but i know there'll be something that i might enjoy and um, uh he's influenced me a lot clearly everyone knows about that and like i've literally copied his shots and um, like i got into filmmaking like he was one of the reasons i got into filmmaking so yeah Yeah. and i thank i thank my beloved friend sanjeet singh my Charana god for introducing me to anurag kashyap <laughs> thank Honestly. you thank you sanjeet you were after after years of introduction yes i yeah. am doing a podcast on anurag kashyap end of podcast khatam <laughs> I'm not afraid of my own mind.